Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Prashant Mahajan, founder of Jida.io, a platform for product teams uh, to define, manage and collaborate on their products in a simpler and smarter way. Uh, Prashant is a graduate of NIT Jalandhar and has worked for companies such as Paytm, Tokopedia, and Branch before starting his own venture. Hi, Prashant. Welcome to ELI. Hi, Priya. Thanks for having me here. I'm glad to be part of this journey. Prashant, I would uh, request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Sure. Sure. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Prashant. As Priya introduced, that I'm founder of Feder.io. I have been working as a product manager for the last six years with various companies in India and outside India uh, before deciding to build something for product managers, a problem which I faced as a product manager myself. So that gave life to Zeta.io. And uh, now tell us what is Zeta.io, what is it all about? Sure. Uh, so Zeta.io essentially is a SaaS platform for product managers. Uh, we have seen SaaS platforms like GitHub for developers, Figma for designers, Salesforce for salespeople. But I thought that there is a need for a product platform for product managers where they can define, manage, and collaborate at one place. A product manager is the central role in any product-based organization. And currently, they have to juggle between multiple tools. And because they juggle between multiple tools, they are not able to find one go-to platform where they can do everything and collaborate with their stakeholders. So that's what led to Zeta.io, one place to define, manage, and collaborate on your products. Okay. Uh, now tell us a little bit about uh, what has been uh, the story of Zeta.io, what kind of uh, traction we have got so far, um, how many people are using it every day, and what impact are we making uh, in their uh, ventures? Sure. So uh, Zeta.io started uh, in the lockdown itself. Uh, it took a couple of months to research. So basically, I was doing a lot of webinars on product management. When people started asking me, Prashant, please share a good tool which you are using. And I never had a good tool. And I realized that I myself have been wasting a lot of time inefficiently managing my products. So went out, researched all the tools available in the market. Then we created a landing page, Zeta.io got the cheapest available domain and shared it out to the audience, uh, people in the community on WhatsApp, Slack. And we quickly had 200 people waiting for it. With that, we started getting on call with people to understand their pain point, what they are looking for, what are the challenges they face day to day. And with, a, with enough conviction, enough people who wanted this product, in November last year, we quit our jobs to start Feta, work on Feta.io full-time. Uh, while we were building by ourselves, some people who have been in industry, who know how to build products and companies, they started to reach out and trusted us with our vision to make a great platform for product managers and a global SaaS business out of India. We got funded uh, by some of the best people in the industry, people from founder of Recharge to founder of Flipkart to founder of 
uh, Junio, Spiding Minds, Traction, Brightjam, couple people from product, engineering, marketing domain. So we raised somewhere around six hundred thousand dollars overall in last four months. Uh, we started hiring. Now we have eight member team, and in terms of traction, we have seven hundred people on the wait list. We have. 3000 uh, followers on LinkedIn and we have our newsletter and blog, which is getting traction. On average, we get five people on the waitlist. Uh, we actually went live with a beta set of customers last week. We went live with 10 customers. And while we are working on improving the feature, fixing the bugs, we would slowly expand out to all our waitlist and publicly launch somewhere in Q3 of 2021. Speaking of your investors, I think uh, you mentioned uh, all big names in the Indian startup industry, like founder of Recharge and uh, uh, others. Uh, would like to understand how did you get hold of uh, these high high impact people? It will be very uh, surprising for you to know that I did not reach out to anyone. So. Uh, Recharge, Whiteboard Capital, they reached out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, View to One Capital of Benny Bansal, they reached out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, but I think initial set of people were my past colleagues, like uh, Chief of Design of PTM, VP of Engineering of Togovedia, uh, SCP of Branch, VP of Product of PTM, people who have worked with me so they gave me initial small check size. And once, you know, people start trusting you, other people also start trusting you. So I think it becomes a ripple effect that once people trusted me, other people got to know about me through uh, network effect and through LinkedIn traction. And then we started raising funds. You spoke about uh, uh, doing the research with uh, uh, different people when you, you were understanding the pain points of your prospective users. Can you tell us what are those pain points that you found about your, uh, your prospective users and uh, how did you go about uh, for solving them? Yes. So uh, in our research, we actually included people who have been like associate level to director of product of Google to VP of product of other uh, Fortune 500 companies. I think that is one advice also to uh, viewers that always keep in mind all sorts of customers because some people tend to ask their friends and family and they generally give a biased feedback because they are your friends and family. So you should also always look for people who are not your immediate circle and they are of different background. So we reached out to different people from India to Silicon Valley, juniors to VPs, uh, startups to enterprise customers. And even we included other stakeholders like engineers, designers, marketers, sales, support in icon. And everyone had a different pain point actually. Like uh, they were related but a bit different for example but the major thing uh, i'll say was fragmentation in product so generally right now people have writing pid somewhere making roadmap somewhere collecting feedback somewhere making wireframe somewhere and there's no central place where they can see the entire product 
or share it or collaborate so that was the major thing number one fragmentation and decentralization in product management they wanted everything at one place number two was stakeholder management so as a product manager you have to collaborate with your different stakeholders other pms engineers designers marketers and so on and everyone uses a different tool now when everyone uses a different tool where do you collaborate so why not have one tool which talks to these tools instead of you going to multiple tools so uh, to summarize number one was fragmentation number two was uh, collaboration was the major pain point in order to solve them that's what we decided to do first thing uh, was build uh, modules ourselves uh, build basic modules which are needed for product definition and development with that in, uh, like writing a prd making a wireframe doing a feedback uh, doing customer research all modules we built in house and then with the company stack we are building integrations that mean slack integration jira integration figma integration google suite integration uh, salesforce freshdesk and so on so that you are able to have a two way integration with all the stakeholders uh once the integrations were built and features were built uh and once the product was ready what was the next step how did you find uh, the first set of uh, customers sure so currently we are actually building integration so i'll not say everything is complete we have to uh in mvp phase but we were lucky enough that we were able to get people excited through community uh most people you know they reach out to paid marketing and so on we have never done a paid marketing we actually reached out to com- community we have i'm part of a lot of whatsapp channels slack channels uh linkedin uh, facebook uh, linkedin group facebook groups so we have reached out there and people product managers are people who like to try out new things give feedback so we have reached out there the other part is content so in any b2b company or saas company i think content plays a major role which means that people are able to uh search on linkedin and they find our content we have blog published every week which gets uh 3000 5000 views we have newsletter which is sent out to 700 people we have uh organic blog being published on various channel So I think these have helped us a lot to gain initial feedback of customers, and yeah, and also my past colleagues they have been like uh, very helpful to give me feedback. People from branch, people from Tokubedia, uh, PTM, and people whom I have connected during my journey as a product manager, they have helped me. what are some of the biggest challenges that you have faced uh, while uh, building this venture so i think uh, building a product and building a company is very different so i knew how to build a product but then building a company you have to hire people i think hiring is one thing people generally don't realize how tough it is because there are recruiters and hr people in the company to help you out with that but when you have to do their job you realize 
that is a tough thing similarly uh, creating content we have content creators but when you have to write a blog by yourself attract people it's really tough to have a seo optimized blog written so i think this has been a new learning as well as challenge for me where i have learned things beyond the product management like hiring marketing content creation even pricing the product and how do you sell something so beyond product design engineering everything was a challenge uh, to learn because there were new things for me so that is something i believe uh, viewers will also appreciate when they are starting out their journey as a entrepreneur that these are things which you have to do by yourself which you will learn uh, when you do it that they are tough so it's important to talk to your friends in this domain i think this has helped me a lot talking to recruiters talking to marketers talking to sales people csm people who have been doing and now i respect their job a lot more well uh, now that you have arranged the initial pieces of the puzzle together and you have got some traction um you have got good investors on board and uh, the product is almost ready what is the vision what is the way forward for next uh, 5 to 10 years yeah so uh, the in short term goal is definitely to go global when i say global uh, building a company out of india which is used by everyone across the world there are very few companies who have done it uh, successfully and fresh desk charge we there are couple of companies who have done it we would like to follow their model and make ferrari.io a global product which is used by everyone uh, who is building a product the second part uh, is to leverage the power of data so as i mentioned currently there is no tool which has all the data at one place and all the integrations at uh, one place we would like to in medium term use this power of data to automate and optimize product management that means that using nlp machine learning we could give suggestions we could make optimization we can automate certain processes in product development uh lastly the another long term goal is to make product management open source when i say open source uh currently development has been open source design has been open source people are able to share uh their product design their code but if you search you never find product definition open source people still don't have a place to give feedback collect feedback and it is happening on whatsapp channels or small groups so truly making product management open sourced and making it um, more like a marketplace that will be the goal did you pivot your uh, model uh, throughout this journey if uh, if so uh, can you give us examples uh we haven't pivoted yet uh, because we just launched mvp and we do keep ourselves open to pivot if needed but yes we have pushed certain things uh, to the road map because once you are building a product you realize that you cannot do everything at once 
uh, we thought that we thought that oh we'll do this we'll do that we'll have this functions and everything but now when you start building you have limited resources you have limited designers developers who are building it out so then you need to keep that in mind that hey it will take uh, you need to push certain thing you need to prioritize certain thing so that's why we have not pivoted but we have definitely pushed certain things uh, down the road now now uh, we will talk about your personal journey as an entrepreneur can you tell us when did you think of becoming an entrepreneur when this idea came to you that no i don't want to do 9 to 5 job anymore i want to become an entrepreneur uh <clears throat> so i think a lot of people want to become entrepreneur uh but for me it was more about solving the problem uh when i say solving the problem we wanted to make sure that this problem is not a made up problem this problem is actually existing so i had a job with softbank group japan i actually had my flight tickets and visa to move there but i said no on the last day because we had enough people in the waitlist we had product being built we had website up so uh i think the point was on diwali last year when i had my flight tickets and visa and i had to pack my bags when i decided that hey uh, i think this is more important to build product to have a yourself doing something instead of you doing for someone else like i have worked with paytm launched paytm qr code got customers and revenue in my other company but let's do something which we can be probably saying oh i built it from scratch so i think more or less it was once we had enough validation uh, that we decided to become the entrepreneur instead of thinking that i want to become an entrepreneur once you are on the path of entrepreneurship uh, it is a never ending journey and you have to be consistently energetic and if you are not then the business will suffer having said that uh, there would be some situations uh, where you may feel tired restless or not able to focus how do you manage uh, such situations there are a lot of time when you are uh demotivated or tired like for example for us we are working from uh my home so i live on the first floor and the ground floor is office so i cannot take a leave like it will not be a good idea that the founder is sleeping up and the people are working down so you always have to be there you irrespective of what you feel what uh, your health wealth mind whatever it is you have to uh be present for the team for the company um similar situation when there was i was at my hometown my brother was hospitalized but i had investor calls i had company registration calls i had uh interns uh, working for us interviews lined up everything was happening but you still have to take out the time to do it because that's your work now you can't keep an excuse but that being said uh, i believe it is very important to take time for yourself to focus on your health maybe go out for a run 
uh, do some workouts, focus on your mental well-being. Uh, I do meditation. I, if I'm feeling uh, tired or you know restless, I go out for a long walk, keeping my phone at home, so that you can just take out your thoughts. So I suggest fellow entrepreneurs to definitely focus on your health, uh, focus on working out. and that helps to release the stress focus on doing meditation and whatever works for you for me going for a walk or a good food works some people talking to friends works for some people listening to to music works so whatever works for you uh, but if you are as uh, priya mentioned if you are not on your full game then the business will suffer and you don't want business to suffer so i'll suggest to please take time for yourself and focus on your fitness prashant have you ever witnessed a failure as an entrepreneur where have you failed um as an entrepreneur i think failure is yet to will be there i'm not saying that there won't be failures yet to come but uh so far uh the journey have been helpful people have been helpful uh the one failure which we had was we were looking to hire a designer uh we were looking to and we interviewed we finalized the designer and the person did not join and that i felt uh, as a personal failure because uh when you spend time you are looking forward for the person to join uh if someone chooses some other company over you you just feel bad so i think that has been one failure which i have felt because uh, and we are making sure that we provide enough reason for people to join us instead of uh someone besides us so that is one thing i have felt what is the meaning of entrepreneurship to you how do you define uh, the term entrepreneurship i'll say enough craziness and passion to solve a problem so that problem should generate value to your customers and your uh, stakeholders investors your team basically it could be revenue it could be uh, fulfillment the feeling of building something important uh, so there should be value created for your uh, company that includes your investors your employees yourself and value created for the people who are going to use it so it that is i think entrepreneurship creating value overall in the ecosystem and this is my final question tell us what are the interesting lessons you have learned as an entrepreneur which we can take away and apply it in our ventures sure i think uh, number one would be validate the problem if as much as you can most people get an idea and they talk to their immediate family when started up i'll say that talk to people and now it is very easy to build an mvp there are uh, small 
companies which help you build MVP. There are no code platform to build your MVP. Build out your MVP and validate your idea and then quit. That is number one. Number two, uh, if you have validated your uh, problem hypothesis very well, you should not worry about the investment because then investors will come eventually if you have a good product. So this is one lesson I have seen. It doesn't matter. People think that IIT brand or this thing help or that thing help. I'll say I don't have IIT brand. I don't have MB. I don't have anything, but you should have a good product. If you have a good product, that will be. Number three is traction. Uh, a lot of people believe building a good product itself is enough, but I'll say that is just not true. We have seen a lot of products, good product fail because they did not have enough traction. So along with building a product, uh, start make, uh, getting traction or marketing or some buzz for your product also. A lot of people ignore that. Uh, and lastly, it's a, when you are building a, uh, doing entrepreneurship or starting out, you are not building a product. You are building a company. This is something which I learned from my investors recently that the goal is to have a set of team of people who align with your vision, who understand your vision, and they are working with you to realize that vision. So instead of focusing on building a product or a cool product or anything, your goal as a founder entrepreneur should also be to build a good team and a company culture which can take you forward. Awesome. Uh, on this note, uh, I think uh, I would like to close this session. And uh, it was a great learning session for me as well and for uh, all of our audience. Thanks for your time, uh, Prashant, and our best wishes for ZI.io. Thank you, Priya. Thank you, everyone, for watching. And stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you.